All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're one of 12 listeners to the Real Life Podcast. Son of a bitch. Why did we do that again? I forget why that it was. It was because uh, Peter Shirelli was right, from Harvard. Right, that was the Harvard fight. Was the, wasn't that the Yale one? Oh, right. you guys hated Shirelli. You yeah. got to go Yale if you're anti-Harvard. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I like mixing that one in once in a while. I'm going to go back and find an even older intro to play. Oh, with, uh, there was that one, and then there was also uh, Daddy Longneck. Oh yeah! Oh, that was the one where I started. And I hated it. I didn't get Daddy Longneck. Well, he was weird it's to an me. Acquired taste. Well, yeah, that's fair. He's a yep. he's a star in his own right. You know. You know what you got to get into on YouTube is Sunny V two. You ever heard of this account? No. It's just basically like in depth documentaries on people on social media who've gotten very famous then lost the plot. And all of them is just like, remember this guy? <laughs> the first one that well. comes up is the time Gordon Ramsay destroyed the vegan teacher. Mm. <laughs> it's How? like this guy had 13 million followers on TikTok, bought a 1.8 million dollar house in Calabasas, and an hour later was seen under a bridge. Man, this guy gets massive views though. Massive. The dumbest attempts to cancel Mr. Beast got 5.2 million views. Did you know Mr. Beast had a brother they called Mr. Bro? I just watched Mr. Beast video last night, and it was fucking hilarious. Every day, one of his buddies could stay in this one room with no windows. He had like, so he had a bunch of activities in there. So he had like a guitar and a basketball and all that kind of stuff to entertain himself for every day that he was in there, he would get $10,000. But the catch was that he had to remove one of his entertainment items. How many were there to begin with? Uh, There was enough for him to make about, if I remember correctly, it was 200 grand and he did. He made, he was there for 20 days. Yeah. And he ultimately got an additional check because he started losing his mind and he smashed his guitar, which was his last item 
And there was an additional check in there for a hundred grand. Mr. Beast being sneaky. Mr. Beast. He makes good content. He's so smart. Yeah. He's just so smart. And 103 Mr. mil Burger. subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. Mr. Beast Burger. You know that? No. So he went to with these like ghost kitchen companies that like make all sorts of different food under the guise of different restaurants on delivery apps and just made a Mr. Beast Burger menu and then made it available to businesses who were on these delivery apps. And he had 1500 restaurants in like two wow. weeks or something. The dude is pretty amazing. He's amazing, man. He's a beast. Um, Indeed. I have only seen one Mr. Beast video in its entirety. And it's the one where he, he spent like an absurd amount of money on lottery tickets. Oh, they all were scratching them. Yeah. yeah, yeah and they're, oh yeah. So I spent, he spent a million dollars on lottery tickets. Um, and I watched that one and it was wild. And he just like had all his employees like around the clock, like yeah. sitting there scratching and scanning. It was so good. Just it's, monster traffic on these videos. It's crazy Nuts. how he does it. I've watched a bunch of interviews with him just to kind of try to get a gist of what he's about. He's just a really, really, really self-taught smart dude. He's like, all I cared about is YouTube. When I was in junior high, all I talked about was YouTube. It's all I thought about. That's all I cared about. I'm like, Oh, just like your M check. What do you think his net worth is? He reinvests everything in his videos. Yeah. He makes no money. I've read videos where he's just like, he was on Jake Paul's podcast. Okay. And it just came up on my TikTok feed. It was one of those clips that always does. And he was just like, I guarantee you without, without question, I'm the brokest person in this room right now. But he just bought a huge facility somewhere or other with a big warehouse. So now he's filming it on his like acreage. And basically the plan is some, he takes all his money and reinvests in his next video always. Yep. Yeah, his net worth is only about $25 million, which you would think he only, I thought he would know, but I thought he would be making like 25 mil a month. They think he'll be the first billion dollar YouTube channel. I wouldn't be surprised. Dudes, his content is amazing. And he has international ones. That's the other reason he makes so much money. So he makes Spanish content of his normal videos translated and he hires somebody to do his voice. And he's like, I realized that with Simpsons, there were so many international Simpsons episodes. Why can't I do that with my content? He said. According to celebrity net worth, his net worth is 25 million. But uh, this article here from sportskeeda.com says he earned as much as 54 million in 2021. I would believe that. Well, I mean, just the YouTube rev alone for him would be just nuts. Like, I see Mr. What, Beast Burger. He's making a fortune off this shit. Really? Yeah. Is that, I think it's like 1,500 virtual restaurants. Wow. He opened up a location in LA that was free. So anybody who went to the Mr. Beast Burger in LA, it was free just to generate like a buzz online. And he said to the people that were like helping with security, there's going to be a thousand cars in line or something. And then sure shit there was. And one lady in line got sideswiped. And oh, yeah, then he bought her a car. He bought he? her a car. He just had a guy go buy her a car and bring it to her. And he's like, oh yeah, Mr. Beast. <laughs> I saw one where he gave away, he gave a guy a hundred cars to give away. And if he could give away a hundred cars, he got like a bonus. It was like a nice car down to a shit car. And the guy was like calling up his enemies and being like, you want a $500 car? Ah, the guy came and got the car. It was really well done. Hmm. What would you imagine, Wanye, speaking of internet celebrities? Celebrity net worth estimate on Bad Baby. Danielle. Bad Barbie. Bad Babby. Bad, bad Babby. Bad Babby. So she just created a $1.8 million scholarship mm-hmm. for real. Okay. So her story is actually just bananas. $75 million. Uh, celebrity net worth has her at 20, oh, which is pretty they, amazing I, as the cash me outside girl. Yeah. So if you remember that meme from what a decade ago, yeah. she was the girl who went on Dr. Phil and was like, yeah. cash me outside. How yeah. about that? Mm-hmm. And now she's like a wildly successful celebrity. Like I she, think she made a million dollars in a, in a day on OnlyFans. Yeah. That was uh 2016. She was on Dr. Phil. Wow. 
Only six years. Wow, away. that seems like it was a lot longer ago. And then, yeah. how much did you make on the OnlyFans? Google. It was like a million bucks in that in one day. day wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Um, it's kept up because, like earlier, she was like, "Don't believe me, bitch," and then showed Insta our analytics yeah, for yeah, OnlyFans. Yeah. It was like a quintillion dollars. And yeah, was, she has like rap music. Yeah, I have Gucci flip flops, little yachty. Gucci she flip flops is grand. legit. Five hundred grand for one song you got. Yeah, she made uh, in that one day one million dollars, one million thirty thousand dollars in that one day. Because people are horned up. That is approaching bag milk foot money. Oh, you have no idea. But again, like someone who just got like the most absurd 15 minutes of fame ever. It should have been over in three days hmm? or three hours internet time. People should have been like, ah, funny, done. Because she kept beefing with people. Yeah. That was the thing, yeah. right? She was like getting involved with, uh, did she fight Little Tay? Yeah, she fought Little Tay. Ah, and Lil what do they say about beef? Sells records, man. Sells records. It always does. Yeah. When I see the game calling out Eminem now, thinking about beef that should have happened 20 years ago because the game has a new album, I'm like, mm. that diss track is more like a love letter to me, though. It's like Machine Gun Kelly's diss track to Eminem. It yeah, it's just like, track. here's all the good things you do. It's like, can you write me a diss track? <laughs> uh, yep. You know who's amazing for staying power in the entertainment world is Kanye. Yeah. Like, he has now, would you argue that Kanye is a better music career than Jay Z? I would. I mean, if you put them like, I'm just thinking about them. If you put them side by side, jam for jam. I think Kanye wins. Kanye is going to win. He's got more albums. And he's just got banger. Like when he did that show, uh, where was that? And then Drake came out and did an appearance. Oh, when he's SoFi, right? He just did hits for two hours. Yeah. Just hit, hit, hit. I'm like, oh man, I forgot about this song. Hit, hit, hit. You could argue now. I heard that Yeezys are 70% of Adidas online sales. I wouldn't be surprised wow. by that at all. So you could argue now that Kanye is a better businessman than Jay-Z. Truly. But yes, Jay-Z's on the board of directors of Square and all this like weird shit. But in terms of like money made in the business world, Kanye is getting there. Gotta stay away from them Kardashians. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's the only fly in the ointment is the Kardashians. This website ranked the 45 best Kanye West songs of all time. And 45 is Homecoming, which is a great song. Great yeah, song. A and massive the fact team. that someone could put that at 45 is crazy because it shows just, again, how deep his... He's just got banger after banger. Yeah, although they okay, this ranking probably isn't. Yeah, no, that ranking is trash. I can see it from here. Yeah, um, but this, this web celebrity website I read all the time always is like pro Kardashian. They say that Kanye's broke. They always keep saying this, and you know ASAP Rocky, of course, the head of ASAP Rocky's record label, ASAP Mob. He had like a Bentley Coolin on or some shit that got stolen or crashed or something. Kanye just sent him a new one. Oh, wow. And the guy was like, I don't even really know Kanye West. I just talked about this on my social media. Like, how broke can you be if you're sending people Kulanons? Yeah, no. I'm going to Rolls Royce a Kulan. He's not broke. No. That's the point of the story. If he's 70% of Adidas online sales, he's a billionaire. Uh, His top top 10 songs on this website. Runaway, Flashing Lights, Jesus Walks, Blood on the Leaves, Gold Digger. Those are the top five. Like, all bangers. All, like... True classic. What's number one? They'd run away on there, which I might push yeah. back on a little bit. I mean, I like run away through the wire. He doesn't like the little piano thing. Yeah. You know, through the wire is an unbelievable song. That is an unbelievable. Have you seen genius? The documentary? Yeah, I've seen it. Unbelievable. It's crazy. Like that whole, that actually might be my favorite stretch in that Kanye documentary is that run where he breaks his jaw yeah. and everything that's going on. Like for him personally in that time was crazy. Like that when one part when he's at the record label and he's just been like, playing songs. They're like, nah, I don't get it. And you're just, you know, it as just a massive hit in hindsight yeah. is pretty wild. 
when he uh, is in the dentist chair, getting his wired jaw opened up and he's like telling the dentist, like, I'm going to be a superstar. I need to make a rap music video. I'm very good looking. I'm like, this guy can't be stopped. <laughs> Doesn't think about anything else when he's driving around. And he's like, yeah. one time I had no money and I ran across town with my four beats to show blah, blah, blah. I ran there. You can't be denied. No. He doesn't accept no as an offer. No, he does not. I'm checking. I'm about to cough. I need you to mark this. I'll just uh, <coughs> just turn that down quickly and talk over it. Um, should let everyone know. Episode 407 of the Real Life Podcast is brought to you by the HGA Group. It's just your Remchuk bagged milk and wanya today. And uh, I believe we're going to be joined by Jordan Buhat. I'm hoping me and him didn't get our time zones confused. I could see uh, that he, No, he has read the message with the Zoom link. Perfect. Excellent. So that should be all good. Although he said, he's like, hey, I got a heart out at this time because I have an audition today. Oh, I wonder what he's auditioning so for. Well, he told me what he's auditioning for, but I don't know if we're allowed to put it out there. Ah. So I'm, we're going to ask tell me him. after. Yeah. Ah, cool. Or we could ask him for permission. Chalmers, what do you think? Ah, not here again. Oh my God. That was like an Elvis sighting. I thought he <laughs> okay. was here. So we went to Montana's and we hashtag got Montana's messy with our boy Bradley. Yep. It's good. He won the lunch with us. Good we had a good time. Arguably, I would suggest if you have a three hour meeting in the afternoon, don't put back two and a half racks of ribs. You ate that many ribs. You fucking know I did. So good. And we did the same thing. We did family style because they have four signature sauces and there was four of us. Right. Myself, Jay, Bag Milk and Bradley. And we just ordered one of each sauce, throw them in the middle, surprise us on the sides. And uh, <laughs> I was a sleepy boy yesterday. What'd you talk about? We talked about his job. Yeah, we, we did. talked about he's just a monster podcast consumer. So he works nights. Ah. Yeah. Six to six. Um, I don't think we'll say the place he works because I don't know if we want to do that to him. Is it OnlyFans? Yep. Mm -hmm. wow. And he was like, yeah, I basically just crush podcasts the whole time. He went back to re-listen to Oilers Nation radio yeah. episodes from the playoff run just to re-listen. That's cool. Talk about a diehard. Just air out some of our horrible takes. He and Bag Milk were matching. They're both wearing yeah, we baby both, blue, blue yep. Jays jerseys. That was really nice. Mm -hmm. Unplanned. Look good though. <laughs> uh, talked about Nation vacations that are coming up. Yep. Wants to come to Vegas with us. Yeah, he does. Want to Everyone should want it. to come to Vegas with us. 100%. To be fair. Phil Kessel went to Vegas. Yes, he did. I'm a little sad about it. So we got a quote from Phil today. Doing his intro Zoom conference to become a golden knight in his car. Oh, um, yeah. There's a guy who's going to try. DVD player in the back. <laughs> hey? <laughs> that is the, that's what peak performance looks yeah, like. Yeah, peak performance, preparation, and peculiar. <laughs> the and P's. the tweet is from Greg Wyshynski, and it says, Phil Kessel avid poker player on playing cards in Vegas. Who asked him about this at his introductory press conference? I don't know. Phil Kessel said, I have a wife and kid and three dogs. So it becomes less and less likely that you do that stuff during the season. You don't have much time. I don't think I'll be doing it that often there that often, that often <laughs> that's going to be haunting at his trial. One of my favorite ones though, is uh, it's nice to be playing on a team that wants to win. <laughs> hmm. Apparently didn't have a good time in the desert. Isn't hey, Vegas yeah. renowned for treating its players poorly? Yes. yes. Phil Kessel doesn't strike me as the type of guy in a $1.5 million one-year contract with 95 million career earnings. It's going to yeah. take a lot of shit. No, 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 no. He'll just like, if it gets to be too much, well, Phil's just going to be like, you know what? My knee. Yeah, I'm hurt. Oh, no, my back. Yep. Oh, soft tissue. You can't boy. find that. Oh, dear. You can't find that. <laughs> can't prove my back. I am disappointed. Tissue. I wanted Phil and Edmonton. One, you know, need some help on the right wing. Two, been fun. the memes. The memes. Memes. Do it the for the memes. memes. Uh, we, well, who we need is Samuel Gagne. That's who we need here. He's everything for everybody. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I totally. hope to heavens he comes back, plays his thousandth game. We go deep. We win the cup. Connor lifts the cup, then lifts Sam Gagne like the cup. And they so do he like has a, him over his head. Oh, and nice. Gagne has the cup too. Oh. So like Gagne's hoisting it while Connor's hoisting yes. it. Yes. Sam Gagne is 33 games shy of a thousand. Yeah. That'd be such That's a great why moment. You bring it back. Yeah, do it here. Good Can in the room. Put a thousand game banner up mm-hmm. right next to Garth. Hire him yeah. as assistant coach an hour after that thousandth game ends because yep. he's old. Mm-hmm. All right. We have so a, he's only sorry. He's only 33. Yeah, he's yep. 33. And they just signed Kadri at 31. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thinking he'll play to 39. That's right. Yeah. But Sam Gagne at 33. He'd not play to 39. He's they also did the same thing with uh, Jonathan Huberto. Expecting him to play till 38 or something. But in like NHL years, because the Oilers rushed Sam Gagne into the league as an 18 year old and made him play oh, 83 he's, games he's, a season somehow, he's, he's got a lot of miles on the odometer. Yep. 967 games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. We got a special guest in the waiting room. So uh, we're going to step aside for a second and come back with our boy Jordan Buhat. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, yes, look oh, at the set. Electric. Jumping oh. in in an Oilers jersey. Electric. Oh, yeah. I got to be ready. I got to be ready. Let's go. Hello, everybody. You're fired up. I love it. I love that you're I'm rocking so that jersey, ready. too. <laughs> Can you tell us a story of when you wore the McFarland to the power under 40 Hollywood party and just showed everybody what time it was? I said to myself, look, these events get me a little bit of anxiety, you know, because I don't always know people, you know, it feels a little schmoozy and I'm not necessarily one of those people who's like, Hey, I don't know you. Let's, let's have a a conversation about something I can't even think of on Mm. the spot right now. So I said, the way to make myself feel better was to wear something that I absolutely loved and that um I, and so I chose this. Genius. I wanted That's I've amazing. always wanted to wear a jersey on a carpet and just let people know what I think is really awesome, which is what I'm sure they think about their clothes too. So what event was this again? Can you clarify that? Yeah, it was the uh, power of young Hollywood variety 
event. Um, it was a partnership with Facebook uh, Gaming, um, a Meta, I, I believe it was, and they were doing uh, they were uh, doing a fundraiser as well. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think they have it every single year. New charity, I think maybe it was. And year. and you rocked an OG. Todd McFarlane Oilers jersey, which they are bringing back, yeah. by the way, because yeah. of this event, oh, probably inspired. Yeah, probably because of Jordan. So I want to know: you're at this Hollywood event, famous people all around you. You're rocking that. Did you get any like questions or comments where people were like, "Yo, what is that"? I had uh, some of my friends who I was speaking to. Uh, they were like loyal, loyal. That's what they literally said, and I was like, absolutely. I mean, it's hard enough for people to talk about hockey in general in Los Angeles and it doesn't even make any sense unless Gretzky is in the sentence for them to speak right. about, about the Edmonton Oilers as well. Yep. So a lot of people had no clue what I was wearing. I'm sure like they would be a little bit more accustomed to, you know, maybe a basketball jersey or something like that. And I was, I was walking out, someone was wearing a Knicks jersey, which huh. I thought was out of place as well. Were you like, but well, Knicks, that's you know, weird. Why would you wear a jersey <laughs> to an event like this? Why would someone wear a Knicks that's jersey? That's lame. <laughs> So, uh, no one did say anything, uh, but I got a lot of uh, really good um, feedback on like social media and stuff like that. With for people who do know me and know what I'm passionate about, and you know, especially I spammed you guys like check it out, it's awesome. This had a thing, Respect. so everyone who knows me was super into it. <laughs> So for people, because you've been on Oilers Nation radio before, but I do believe this is your real life podcast debut. So for real life podcast listeners, Jordan Buhat is an the most famous Oilers fan on earth. Yeah, hundred percent. Not even Kevin Smith jumped ship. Yeah. So yeah. welcome, Jordan. You are. <laughs> what happened? Where did he go? I think he got all skinny and his brain changed. Yeah. Stop oh wearing, the Stop wearing the Oilers jerseys over and over. Yeah. Remember how he used to wear like oh his own Oilers jerseys that yeah. he made and whatnot yeah, yeah, yeah. when he got kicked off that Sun West flight. He was right, wearing right. his own Oilers jersey. Those are the heady times. Uh, but Jordan Bouillard, actor from Edmonton. Yes. And came to fame on the show Grownish. Um, how's that been going, by the way? Good. You know, uh, there was a cast changeover because like with other school shows, you know, once they graduate, there's a whole uh, uh, new crew of people yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. But there's an appearance still in season five. But nice. uh, I can confidently say I'm probably the... Uh, I don't actually know. Maybe the, one of the only Oilers fans to have a feature film coming out over the next month. Respect. like a horror movie. So Absolutely. that is very sick. Exciting. What's it called? It's called Margot. The uh, not Margot Robbie, but Margot Quebec. <laughs> M-A-R-G-A-U-X. So it's a horror movie. Um, you've done you've done a horror movie before, right? That this was my first. This was your first movie. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah. What was that yeah. experience like? It was a blast, especially yeah. since I was going from Gronish, which is, you know, very uh, comedic sitcom, um, everyday kind of situations. Being able to do a horror was a blast. Stunts. Do you get goo. killed? You probably Ooh, can't do I say, this. Say, say that. Say that. No, don't, what don't am I doing? That. I don't know Hollywood. I, you can't answer that. If you're, we Why should. Get, Jesus. Or maybe he's out there doing the killing. That's what I want to know. Oh, oh. What so, a twist. This guy? Me? So I watched the trailer for it. And if I'm reading things correctly, it is basically that group of kids go out for like a holiday together. Right. And then the house is evil. I don't know. Absolutely. Okay. It is your group of college kids reuniting yet again, oh, yeah. going out to a sweet cabin, except the cabin is a multi-million dollar Airbnb robot house. So robot you know, house. Oh, you know, take Twist. your... Uh, Take your take your uh, imagination where it is. You know it's a it's a horror movie. It's AI house. Come on, shit, that twenty twenty three stuff. Yeah, that's right. 
It looks I'm great. I'm so pumped to see it. I haven't seen any of it. How do we watch it? it? What um, streaming so service? I believe what? it's going to hit digital. So I know it's going to be on Paramount uh, Plus, but I think it's going to hit Paramount Plus in, De- in December. But it comes out September 9th on digital, which I think, you know, they don't give us all the info. But I think that means I do all my renting of movies on YouTube. Yeah. So I think it's going to be there. Nice. Sick. Yeah. Congratulations. That's cool, man. Thank you. That's Thank awesome. you. Very big day. Very exciting. <laughs> very exciting. How big yeah. of a grind was it like compared to shooting episodes of Grownish compared to like a full on movie? You know, it was actually a grind. You know, this I wouldn't actually have considered Margot really that much of a grind. Okay. It was so fun because I had gotten into such a rhythm with Gronish. It's mm-hmm. a very scheduled routine. Margot, everything was new. So maybe the days were longer. It was definitely more physically demanding because this is the first time I like lost a whole bunch of weight. It was literally working out on set because my goal was to be, you know... Damn, you're jacked on social media. Yeah, just always yeah. jacked. And God. I'm stunned you're wearing a shirt. Yeah, it just makes us feel real self-conscious. <laughs> I thought right I'd now, wear John. a shirt for the podcast. <laughs> Damn. You know, it's, I, the, the Before audience. you jumped in, I popped down and got a couple of push-ups in just to try and feel... You know. Well, I'm glad you did a couple today. <laughs> yeah. I've watched your stuff and I thought to myself, oh, I bet you he films like three of these back to back and puts them out every day. And I'm like, no, he doesn't. He's working out every day. You All hey. your videos start like 50 cent in the in the club video where you exactly. drop down into frame, no shirt on, doing upside down sit ups. You're like, what up? It's me again. You know uh, what? Now that I'm going to I'm going to use I'm going to use a song from that freaking movie yes. and it's going to I'm going to or sorry, I'm going to use that literal song and Got that's going to be my next reel because, you know, reels are our life now. You're one of our best and brightest of course (laughs) so anyways talking about the making of the movie you were working out on set all the time and and what was the whole experience like it was just a lot of fun a whole bunch of new people as well again i was in the routine of grownish new cast new crew new directors so there was a nice pressure actually to to perform even even higher than i had in the past few years because i wanted to have you know this is probably my second job and i wanted to have a good impression in the industry as well so i was really trying to do my best work and as well as yeah just maintaining a uh a good mental space while on the wrong diet on that, that, that movie for sure. I learned that. What kind of a time commitment is it for you on something like this, for a movie like this? Like when did you kind of find out this is the part you got and then now we're filming and then now we're, we're doing a little promo to get this out for next month. So that was my second piece of evidence that it is a whirlwind when you actually get something because it was probably a week after my audition, they called and within that day that they called, they they figured it all out. I was cast and they're like, hey, you got to get up here. We're starting in a week. And I was like, oh, I thought I didn't get it. OK, well, I guess we're going. <laughs> so it was it was really, really fast. And I had to literally like I had to go drive up with my dog. And then my wife had to meet me later because she had obligations. She's got a life sure. too. But this is what she signed up for. That's what she keeps telling me. No big, no big. <laughs> this is what we're doing. Um, but it was a whirlwind trying to just getting it. Yeah. So we're talking like months in total by. Oh, right. Sorry. About, it was about a, mo- a month, uh, a month and a half from beginning to end cast. Wow. Amazing. And then, and then finished. Wow. wow. 
It's actually yeah. crazy that that's how quickly it moves. In my head, I think like, oh, a movie, that must take like seven months of yeah, like constant just, working and shooting and all this stuff. But it's wild that the the process, I guess, is that streamlined. And I mean, I guess it's everyone's full-time job. So it, Isn't sense. the ratio of filming time to like time on screen like insane? Like every 12 hours is a minute of a feature film or is that not true? Is that a lie? Oh my gosh. If I could, it, I've done some scenes that are no longer than, than two minutes. And we, and if, if, if there's more than three, four, if there's more than four people, you're there for hours. That's all you're doing that That's day. That's crazy. That is wild. You're they're They're moving every single time. Every cut is a different movement, a different setup on not just the camera. Then you got to move the lights. Then you got to move the back and then you got to, you got to move everything. And it is, th- that was a big difference between Gronish and, and Margo where, cause like Gronish is usually all of us are all hanging out all the time and there's moving cameras. Whereas on Margo, it was a little tighter, especially we have like one location. So it moved a little bit faster than the Gronish did. Hmm. That must be hard to like, I, I watch a scene where someone's crying and I'm like, man, they might've probably had to cry for like a full day just to shoot this scene. Like no wonder <laughs> actors and actresses are like having a hard time sometimes. Like, Can you cry for four consecutive days and act as though the world is ending for 30 I, seconds of Avengers? I got a story for that where, so it was actually for Gronish though. It was my first season. This is when I thought for sure I was going to be fired sometime during the first season. Cause I was so green. I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, but it was, I had to do like a bench scene, uh, bench press scene, surprising. Uh-oh. And I know, and I had to also be crying. I was at the gym working out my, <laughs> my sad pup, my breakup, you know, as oh, we all no. do. Yep. And I'm weeping on the bench. And again, you know, we're doing that for probably like an hour or two and there's breaks in between. So you can't always stay up at just leaking from the face that eventually by the end, you know, <laughs> the I had the facial expression, but there was no more water left. Right. So they pour, pour stuff in my eyes and then it comes out. So I too have cried myself dry many, many times, Jordan. Don't you worry one bit. Just not well being on camera. Generally Oilers related. Yeah. Generally Oilers related, not having a pump most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. So if you had to pick and you, you would say, I want a long career, I'm sure is the answer, but what would you prefer a TV show or movies going forward? Right now I feel it's, uh, I, I, I asked this question or I thought, think about this question all the time. And right now, I think I would love a series again. I love the the idea of, of, of a routine and building a character for like a, a really long time. I've been deep diving on things like Grey's Anatomy, Station 19, you know, all of these series. And I just, I love them. You know, I've, I'd love to be in a movie, but to be able to, be able to work long term and have it a little bit more... <clears throat> in quotations, secure a TV show sounds great to me. People love to explore and try different things. I like that too, but I like the idea of being able to get up, you know, 7 a.m. All right, time to go to work. And this is what I do for work. It sounds cool. Yeah. yeah. Killing it. How it, did you follow your dream? Like, where were, at what point were you like, you know what I'm doing? I'm fucking going to LA. I'm going to show everybody what's what. <laughs> You what know happened? what? It was when I was at the University of Alberta, a yeah. good old green and gold school. And <laughs> I was in the acting degree there. Sure. And I didn't think I was actually going to make a job out of it. I just knew I liked doing it. And, you know, universities just trying stuff. And I realized while I was in that degree, because I was with a group of people who were so different from me. I love blockbusters. I love, I love the summer hits. I love the action and the, and like, come on, fast and furious and Avengers and top gun Maverick. That's my jam. But 
the people in my class, there's only 12 of us for four years, they weren't into it. So I learned what I liked. And when I left, I was like, I'm going to go do the thing that I know for sure that I like. And that's so that's kind of when I knew it was in the middle. I was like, that's bad what respect for following through. Man. A lot of people dream it. Not a lot of people do it. What's the first gig you ever booked? Grownish. That's really? crazy. But yeah, yeah. And I think you've told us this before, though, like you got Grownish, then you had to like accrue a bunch of credits and shit, didn't you? I did. I got Gronish, but to be able to work on Gronish, I needed credits. So that's when I got um, a lot of people actually messaged me about my 30 second <laughs> stint on Letterkenny. And what do you mean was, credits? Like with SAG or something? Yeah. 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 I needed to have three credits of uh, on my, I, I don't know, on my IMDb, on my oh. just literal whatever back backstage thing about it. Well, you need to have three credits of just acting work. And I didn't, I didn't have anything. I just came out of school. I, I couldn't, I hadn't booked anything yet. Um, Damn. So you went to Letterkenny for 30 seconds? Yeah, it was literally, it, I think it was about That's 30 seconds. And I, so there's, I say one line and I also run into a fight. It's like behind a Walmart. It was so funny back so then. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That so really oh, I find really that interesting good. that you like, you land a part on Gronish and they're like, well, that's great. You got the part, but you need to go do something else before we let you on the show. You just got unions. It's wild, man. I think it was a little bit more behind the scenes of, you know, people really not giving everyone as much information. I, you know, because I bet it was no, 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 no. He can, he can work on Gronish. Yeah. Yeah. He's he cast him. He's good. He's good. And then, you know, on our side, which again, I'm the blinds are held over my eyes. They're like, okay, we got to get him some stuff so he can actually go to work. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's never been on a show before. We need to figure this out quick. Best, best team in the world. Uh, they can, it, it all happened legally. So I'm happy. Uh, Wani was asking you about, you know, would you rather do a movie or a TV show? So like you've done Grownish, like we said, sitcom, comedy, lighthearted. You've done Margo now, which is obviously, you know, more intense, more dramatic. If you could like style of TV show wise, like you mentioned, you're studying Grey's Anatomy. Would you love to be main character in a sitcom sexy again? Sexy doctor? Or would you like, love to be yeah. sexy doctor? Who, yeah. Are you kidding me? You're a, sexy doctor your appendix anatomy? is coming out and my shirt's coming off. Yeah. Oh, oh man, I hope it's at least season four. Give me a little <laughs> bit of road before they kill me off, you know? Like, I, I don't know. That's that's a good question. Sitcom-y. I, you know, I've, I really wanted to try, which they don't do as much anymore, uh, was the, um, what is it, the three camera sitcom, the classic laugh track kind of one, because it reminds me of of theater and when I that's what I did in university mm-hmm. and I have a, a friend who's on Gronish who's on How I Met Your Father my friend mm-hmm. Francia is on that and it's a killer show and I, I love it when I see something and I and I say to myself I want to do something like that yeah so if, if, if I have to decide between something I hold grades so high now because we crushed like 20 seasons. So I'm like <laughs> recency bias. Um, I guess I would rather do something like a sitcom, like how I'm, I can't imagine how much fun that is yeah. and having yeah. a crowd laugh as well. And yeah, that's probably what I, on my instinct choose. Getting to improv a little bit, probably be a good time. Oh my gosh. And the amount of improv we did on Gronish, it would probably lend a little bit to how I met your father. Yeah. 100%. That's wink, fair. wink. All the producers watching uh, our podcast. Oh, they don't watch this podcast. Don't you worry, Jordan. <laughs> hey, There's what are you talking about? I on the rumors. podcast. That in it. There's a, the rumors of the uh, the oil drive coming back. Maybe they're watching. And yeah, they oil some, change. Uh, yeah. Oil change. Oil change. That's right. Well, we got to talk a little Oilers. You're wearing the jersey. You're dressed up for it. 
What are you thinking? Oh. How are you feeling heading into the season? Oh, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is I don't like that Calgary threw everything away and then tried to get a little bit better. I just mm. wanted them to throw everything away and not give any hope to their fans that yeah. they were even getting better. Yeah. Uh, and just, you know, just completely admit they were just no one wanted to be there. Yes. So- Along those lines, though, one of my favorite things that happened in Calgary recently is the video of Mackenzie Weger that just came out going into the flames dressing room for the first time. And he looks oh like he's just like, am I in a community <laughs> rink or what's going on here? <laughs> that place is a dump. I think you guys did something uh, on that was, uh, was uh, just a, a flash between the two, the Oilers and the, yeah, yeah. 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 So one of you guys did a video on that a flash between the Calgary uh, locker room and the, and the Oilers <laughs> one. And it's like, Oh boy. Oh boy. They need a, they need an update from the Pringle state. Yep. Yeah. The construction costs in Alberta have gone up 45% in the last two years. So when you're thinking about an arena, virtually one of the most expensive things you can build, it's going to be really hard for Calgary to get a new arena. Oh, yeah. Like Jeez. it was hard to get the one here made. It's going to be yeah. near impossible yeah. with new construction prices down there. I remember all those conversations saying, oh, they're going to ask us all to pay for it. And I'm like, I mean, I guess my tax is already leaving. I'm I'm in. <laughs> I'd rather have like 10 arenas than like roads. Personally, what mm-hmm. we need roads for? We got arenas on every corner. Exactly. Yeah. Just, just Tesla us up and do all the subways underground and we don't need cars. Just make, make Edmonton a lot more sporty. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, so, okay. We were talking about the team coming up next year. You said you're worried about Calgary, but what do you think of the new guys? Like, what do you think about Jack Campbell, new guy between the pipes and all that? Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm really excited I'm, because yeah. I'm money ball in this situation. You know what I mean? Just across the board where it's look, maybe people aren't like crazy. Extent, oh, you know, we're not improving everywhere, but it's, it's, it's just by inches. And we're getting better and better every time, even if it's just by inches. And I and I'm and I'm really really excited. I I definitely think we are now in the zone of oh my, it's we're no longer in the zone of come on can we just make the playoffs? We're in the zone of season doesn't matter, which is so exciting. Wow, I love that line. Regular season means shit all to us now. Like all I care about is when does round one of the playoffs start? Check on me then. Cause that's when shit's going to get serious for this team. Absolutely. Yeah. And geez, you know, I'm just excited for, I mean, Trisile's having the best time of his life right now. He's got us. It feels like an OV turn over there. He hasn't even won a cup and he's just (laughs) wearing watches and doing (laughs) interviews in Europe. And he's just looking like the happiest guy. He's going to come back. Oh man, I, I'm I'm scared for the rest of the league when when he gets back to friggin' Edmonton. I remember when Drysaddle first came into the league, he was so dour, right? He was always yeah. so grumpy. And I don't know if you know the story about his dad, but his dad was famous in Germany for having an empty net in an international game, going to tap the puck in for a sure goal, and it stopped in a pile of snow. So his dad was like infamous for this fucked up play. And everyone was like, ha ha. I think his name Carl Dreisaitl. Something like that, yeah. But then he gives birth, not personally, but his wife, to the greatest hockey player Peter. in Germany's history. Peter Dreisaitl. Wow. Peter. And then Leon goes on to do crazy things. And when he first got in the league, he was so grumpy all the time. But I swear his life's going so well. There was an interview yeah. with him, I think, last year where they're like, how's your season starting? And he's all grumpy. He just breaks and starts laughing. He's like, pretty good. They were like 16 <laughs> and five. Yeah. He had like 20 goals he's already. Like, doing he's like, all right. Yeah. Yeah, shit's fine for me. Every time he goes home, his dad's like, you shouldn't smile so much, Leon. It makes everyone think you don't take it seriously. <laughs> he's got that so Puma deal, though, so he's got a smile real big. He's got $9 million in Celeste Jardin and Connor McDavid. What am I sad about? <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, So is it a, you heard it here first, Patrick Stefan is going to have the, Patrick the next Kane. Leon Dreisaitl? 
No, oh, Stefan's oh, gonna be the oh, next uh, I know father of the next best hockey player. Oh, that, is a, that is, I a see what you're doing connection. There. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We are on watch for Patrick Stefan's first child. Yeah, draft him. <laughs> I had a dream. I had a dream about a year ago that Connor had a baby, and it was like Prince William being born. And there was a countdown clock on the news to the first image of Connor's and Lauren's baby. And then we saw the baby in my dream. And I was like, oh, boy, the baby. And then I woke up and I'm like, I hope that's a prophecy. <laughs> I like this. People are going to be I mean, who knows if he'll he'll be living in Edmonton when, uh, you know, his kids are a little bit older. I feel like he like will. That. I feel yeah, like he right? will. He's going to be unhappy anywhere he is. Right. And I feel like (laughs) thinking he isn't the man here, like he's got his house, this driveway. He's good. Yeah. I was driving. um, I was, I was driving with my wife. She was doing a photo shoot. We drove by this, this, uh, this, this school and it was crazy busy here in LA. I was like, what was going on? And we were meeting the photographer. He was actually coming from the school. He was doing some photography work there. What the heck's going on in there? I was like, well, that's where LeBron's kid plays. It was a high school and it was Build. So in Edmonton, yep. when Connor's kids playing, yep. Oh yeah, we'll go watch that. that right? I'll We're get the jersey now. That, right? <laughs> Everyone's so worried Connor's going to leave, but no one ever makes the rumor up. Leon doesn't like it here. Nah. I've never heard it once. We're like Connor's gone. He looked grumpy this morning on the way to practice. Like no one's ever thought to think Leon might not like it here. Right. I'm trying <laughs> to think if there's anyone. Okay. If there's one other person on on the Oilers who's like secretly like man I don't want to be here you know what I mean I feel like there's less and less every year right like I think that's the amazing thing about Kane staying is that like he would normally be the guy who's like bye I'm making eight million dollars somewhere else peace yeah, but then he resigns. You know, Zach Hyman comes in last year. Jack, Jack so Campbell is here. So Everybody, smiling. all of a sudden, we're starting to put a band together. A destination. Look, I love that we're just doing what Toronto did, but doing it better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just let them polish off the rough edges on those guys, and we come in and get the finished product. It makes perfect yeah, sense. Exactly. Isn't that what we used to do anyway? Yeah, we were the Rangers. Yeah, exactly. Farm team. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we were the we were the the Kings farm team for a while there too. I think. I'll never forget a long time ago when I was a little kid, there was this guy, David Oliver, who scored 20 goals and the Rangers scooped him up for like 150 grand more than we could pay. Yep. And the newspaper was just like, I hope no Oilers get good or Oilers get got and they're gone. What a terrible situation to be in. But now we're the Kings. The Kings. Yes, we eat. <laughs> uh, we eating good out here. All right. Um, what else I want to ask you about? Okay. You said you had an audition. So that's why we have a hard out on this thing. How many of your auditions are still like virtual? Is that all still like all of them? Really? Every single one. Every single one is I had a Zoom callback just a couple of days ago. Other than that, everything else is I'm I'm taping on the camera that I'm using right now. Huh. Uh, and I send it in and then we we see see where it goes from there. But I haven't had an in-person audition since I lived in Vancouver in 18, 20. Yeah. Oh, wow. So it's not even really a COVID thing. Hey, that's just like a standard industry thing that's turned into. Is that good for you that you're just able to do it from home or would you rather go in and do it in person? Oh, it's great. I mean, I I think I, I now I'd like a mix of both because now I get the little bit of the, a little bit of the jitters when it's like, Hey, it's going to be an in-person, not that it's necessarily happened, but I'd like to be prepared for that situation. Um, There is the other side of the coin though, where you get to perfect in quotations, your take and send in the best version of you. So it's, um, I don't, I don't mind it either. It's fun either way. Now cool. you're, you're an actual working actor in an industry. It's kind of like athletics. There's a lot of people trying, but aren't necessarily booking work. What's the ratio right. of going to sh- 
auditions to booking gigs? Is it one in a hundred? I counted my auditions recently and I've gotten... So if we want to look at Gronish and Margo as my, as my two credits... I've got over and Letter Kenny Jordan. Don't oh, rule sorry, out sorry. Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny as well. You got to count that. That's three. So three. Um, and I've got over probably a hundred and ten, a hundred and twenty auditions, and wow. I've only maybe booked three. And you're killing it relative to the crowd. Hey, I'll take it. Yeah. You know what I mean? percent. <laughs> right now, I've got a I've got a credit every year since 2017. Uh, so I'll 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 take that. That's awesome, man! Congratulations. Yeah, it's got to be such a hard man. business cool. to lay it all out there and act your ass off, and then have just the industry standard be that low of a success rate. It's it's uh, yeah. It it's it's just it's because it's all subjective, and it's never really anything mostly anything personal mm-hmm. um it's just literally looking at the take it could be an amazing actor it could be an amazing friend and it's just you're watching and you're like ah, it's not quite it you know you ever watch a tv show and you're like ah, they didn't so i think the best relatable for public would be when a game is translated into a movie right that's when they have yeah. the most the fans have like the most say of who they would like to be cast and stuff like that and they see especially right now with last of us coming out and they're seeing the first uh images of joel and ellie come out and they're like "Ah, that's that's not quite it and you know and that happens every single time that every one of us sends in tapes they're not bad it's just it's not how they envisioned it Kind of like so, it reminds me of when, uh, remember the first version of Sonic came out and everybody freaked out on the internet because he had human legs? Yeah. 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 They changed it real quick, though. Look yeah, at absolutely go. changed it. The horrifying moments of Hollywood for me is when characters are written out of shows like Judy, the younger daughter on Family Matters. Because one <laughs> yeah, season, Judy's there at breakfast, kicking it with Urkel, and then she's gone. And I remember thinking, like, one day my sister may just not come down to breakfast, <laughs> and mom and dad aren't even ask any questions because Harriet and Carl Winslow didn't ask any questions when Judy stopped coming to breakfast. Nope. These are really the fears of an eight year old. Are you still Chuck? scared it might happen? Well, it you never know. Happen. Where'd he go? Where'd she go? <laughs> it's kind of like how Chalmers just stopped showing yeah, up. Yeah, where's Chalmers? He's, yeah. Just, yeah. he's, he's, he's with Judy. Uh, that, yeah. That's how a lot of people look at life. That's actually a trend I saw <laughs> quite a bit where they were just like, this is my blah, blah, blah chapter of my movie. You know what I mean? It's almost like a motivational thing <laughs> yeah. or not motivational. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jordan, we know you got a heart out, my guy. So we appreciate this. We this was you, a lot of fun. Good luck on your reading. We'll do, we waited like a year and a half in between doing this. We'll catch up sooner than that next time. We're cheering. I got, I got one thing for you before yes. we go. Please. Yes. I got I got one thing. It's going to drop in like 50 cent in frame. Oh, here he comes. Yeah, He's right got here. something off club. camera. I'm very excited for okay. this. Okay. So Severed head. I found I found the one hockey store or the one sports store in Los Angeles where they have hockey cards. They had some Oilers cards and I'm always yeah. on the hunt. To, I mean, on my wall, I've got a whole bunch of auto future watch and auto Oilers and all that kind of stuff. Okay. I found one upper deck premier rookie auto and i will say the year and then you guys have to guess all right who it would be so it is a 20 2015 upper deck rookie and it is an auto and it is not connor is it nail is it is it no, leon? it's a it's a rookie it's a rookie card is oh. it leon because he was drafted in 2014 uh it is not leon oh I don't even know who they would have had success rookie, with. Who would have been debuting around that time? 2015. Any defensemen that were? It is ob- it is obscure. It is not a oh, defenseman. Yeah. Oh, obscure, I like an obscure cardsman. An obscure signature is one of my favorites. I've got Laurent a Hartikainen up there on my wall. It's great. <gasps> is it Brassois? 
It's not Brassois. I've got him on my wall up there, too. You have Laurent Brassois on your... You're a real Oilers fan, Jordan. (laughs) Oh, I've got the Ice Premiers uh, version of his, and I love those. But this... I'll give one more uh, more guess. It's a forward, and... um, it was supposed to be an electric sniper for us. Oh, Neil Yakupov, where are you? I said this. <laughs> he said Yak. It's not Yak. Is it? Uh... He is Russian. He is Russian. Oh, Russian. Russian rookie was supposed to be a sniper. And I'll, I'll give a number Zarkov. and that'll be my last hint. Bogdan Yakimov. Oh, no. He's on my wall, too. Uh, Bogdan uh, Yakimov is on your Yakimov wall? On your I got wall. a like, rookie Bogdan Yakimov. Excuse me? He was... Oh, man. Of wow. course I do. You I want to have so much hope for him. No, this is a... If you can... I wonder, is it too bright? Uh, no, it's, it's, too, it's bright, too bright. But it is an auto premier rookie of Anton Slepp. Ah, uh, Slepp. Oh, oh, Tony Slepp. Oh. <laughs> Hold on to that. Slepp, That's your retirement guys. card. Yeah. Uh, you come uh, in with stories of being Hollywood famous and big movies, and you leave with a Tony Slep reference. I, I love that. And Bogdan Yakimov on yeah. your wall. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're one of the realists. I'm here and wherever I am, oil, oil in my veins, you guys. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Make right, sure to check out Jordan in Margo coming out in September. Yes. Thanks for joining And wear us. your Oilers jersey while you watch it. Jordan, thanks for doing this, buddy. Good luck with the audition. Have a great day, guys. <laughs> so charismatic. A Tony's, uh, a Slepeshev card is legit. That's legit. You see, he's like, oh, Bogdan Yakovov. I got one of him on the wall. But it was conveniently out of frame. Yeah. I, I too have a Bogdan Yakovov. <laughs> yeah, I've got his jersey, actually. I'm wearing it right He now. was one of those guys who was like every offseason for four years. It was like, oh, well, Yakovov might win the fourth line center spot. Yep. And there's like, oh, no, it never happened. Um, what what a guy, I think pe- people High should energy. commit to fucked up jerseys more. Mm-hmm. Like if you're walking around in a Yakovov jersey, yep. you have won at life. Everybody going around in an orange Connor jersey, I mean, you're indistinguishable from one another. Great player, no question. But like going around in a Slepeshev jersey, that's hot shit. When we were in LA, we were just cruising around at the crypto.com arena and I actually heard Kings fans go, do others fans only buy McDavid jerseys? But then to his credit, saw Jay and his Latestu, and then all of a sudden things yeah. get thrown out the window. I think it's hard not to have a Connor McDavid jersey if you're paying attention. Yeah. Because you want one, right? You want to feel, you, know, you want a piece of that. Uh, Bogdan Yakimov, if you're interested in one of those jerseys, he had uh, six points in 19 games with Moscow Dynamo, Dynamo in the KHL last year. I still have my Yakimov 6'4", and I wear it. Why not? No problem. I have a Pulley RV 98. Oof. Um, so for that movie, Margo, the, op- the first thing you see when you go watch the trailer is a scene where Jordan Buhat is naked and handcuffed to a bed. All right. Oh, now we're talking. Shit. Okay. Now you know why he was doing all those sit-ups. Oh, boy. I will have the trailer for you in the article on the website, by I'm the like, way. I'm like, do you die in your new movie? That's good. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's not going to. Dipshit. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> you idiot. I'll never forget uh, when Eric Johnson got clipped in that cop show, Rookie Blue. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to him and I was like, yeah, I, I, G-chat, like really early on. I'm like, how's the new season on rookie blue blah 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 he's like do you watch it i'm like yeah all the time <laughs> anyways how's your season he's like well i got killed like, oh, <laughs> oh i don't, don't watch that show um just looking at i because i watched the trailer but now i'm skimming through it again uh there's a scene where it looks like jordan's character becomes evil there's also a scene where it looks like he may have been crushed while still handcuffed to the bed so there's a lot going on here just in the trailer. Jeez Louise. I really want to be an extra in a movie. And 
one time I was an extra in a movie with Neil Patrick Harris called a Christmas wish. You were. Yes. Oh, that were. was the one with uh, Chris Kattan was also correct. In that. I was in a bar on white Avenue. A lady walked up to me with a headset and a clipboard and said, do you want to be in a movie? And I said, is it pornography? Wait, tell me in 20 minutes. <laughs> and we went and we got, and I was, there was a music scene. I can't remember who was in the movie singing, but it was a Christmas movie in July. And I was the roadie who brought the mic out on stage and set it down. And I am shit faced trying to make this happen. And they're putting stickers on all the logos on my clothes and shit. And I had to bring this thing out a million times. It felt like, and then it was cut. Yeah. And I watched the whole Christmas spirit or whatever it was called, a Christmas wish. Nothing. But then this is when it got good. Your M check. <laughs> Another lady walked up to me and said, Hey, you have a beard. And I went, yeah. Do you want to be in the Brad Pitt movie? That's filming in Edmonton in a few months. The assassination of Jesse James by the coward, Robert Ford or something. Jesse something. And they needed men with beard because it was Western by the coward, Robert Ford. Yep. Coward, Robert Ford. And then I was like, I can't cause my cousin's getting married. Newsflash. He got a divorce and I'm not in a Brad Pitt movie. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. But I would just love to have a framed shot of a movie with me in the background. Yeah, as just, like yeah, general yeah. number four in an apocalypse movie where I'm sitting around the table and the president says, we're going to have to nuke the aliens. And another guy says, I don't think we should do it. And I'm frowning in the background. Yeah. Or just like you're, you're getting a coffee and you're like, you're mixing or yeah, something. I don't want to talk, right? I don't want to be an actor. Be, I just want a frame, a still frame of me, with, preferably with Brad Pitt. Well, yeah, of course. Well, once Margot absolutely crushes for our boy Jordan, yeah. maybe the next movie we can work our way into it. I bitched for three years to anybody who would listen how I fucked my career over and didn't go in that movie. <laughs> And then a friend of mine took a photo of Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie at West Edmonton mall in the food court, took a photo of them with like a real camera back in the day when they shot here sure. and sold it to people. I think for like tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, uh, when I went to Nate, the one of our professors at Nate, someone was the one who snapped a picture of them like on the roller coaster. I think, I think they ended up selling it for like six figures. What the because it was back in the day, right? Like back in 2007, baby. Yeah, man. The, the, my friend got in the food court. Same thing. There weren't a lot of camera phones. Yeah. Just before the days of, you know, where you throw that up on like your Instagram and then it would just get screenshotted and shared around. Like that should add value. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm yeah. saving all those pictures of you, Tyler. I'm also saving the pictures of you, Bag Milk. Yeah. <gasps> Be real nice. You guys should make a movie called Will They? <laughs> and and the then you yes. do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Damn, there were some weird tweets between you two on about kissing and whatnot. I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm reading here. Yeah. Well, sometimes you got to. You liked me dunking on my friend on my Instagram. Oh, yeah. Today. That was funny. That was funny. Your comment was good. You've been served. Yay, hath been served. Uh, before, <laughs> Testament before we get to our last couple of minutes here, got to give some love to our friends at DoorDash and Oodle Noodle. At Cattail Crossing at the golf tournament in the goodie bag, everyone got a free box of Oodle Noodle. I also ate 200 spring rolls. Yes, that is also true. We did do that at Cattail Crossing. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyways, I'm excited to go catch that in later this week. When I sit at the beginning of the week and planned my meals, I said, there's going to be one day where I'm going to get Montana's. Did that. And there's going to be one day where I'm Hold just going to chill out. You plan your meals? Yeah, I sit on Sunday and I plan out my meals. Do you and, really? And well, then, so today's Thursday. What do you got for you Oodle Noodle tonight? No, Oodle Noodle is going to be Friday before slow What's pitch. Tonight? Why don't you just take it as it comes? Because then I go grocery shopping on Monday and buy everything I need for a full week. Okay. I just buy general groceries when I go. And then I like see what happens. Flour and water and sugar Some, and salt. Yeah. God, people yeah, are just the classic. I can make anything. Yeah. People are going to make fun of me, but like some days I'll leave a day open before I go to the grocery store. It's like, a, ooh, if I see something good, I'll just buy that. So this week was stuff. barbecue chicken on Monday. Delight. 
yesterday or sorry, that was barbecue chicken on Monday, hot dogs on Tuesday, knew I was going to be too full from ribs on Wednesday. So I didn't need anything there. Tonight <laughs> is, uh, we went to the farmer's market on Saturday actually oh, nice. and bought homemade Ukrainian food. So pierogies and pro- Pedahen, little uh, uh Lanishnika, yes, and Pudishka. So we got that Friday's noodle noodle, bang bang. So, anyways, yeah, <laughs> I plan my meals. I'm, I'm very like I also recently became very obsessed with. Uh, I go to superstore. That's my new grocer of choice. <laughs> Optimum points are legit. Mm. Yeah, very easy to, to collect. Club. Welcome. They work very well. And since I've been buying like new, you also get those on your gas is real nice too. Since I've been buying, having to buy so much new stuff for my house and they've done a bunch of really good stuff. I have like half a million optimum points. I had like $500 worth of optimum points. I started collecting them like two months ago. What are you saving them for? I don't know. Jordan Buhat doll. Maybe. I would buy that yeah. <laughs> on with like PC optimum help. Like, hello, I'd like to cash these in for a Jordan Buhat doll. Uh, sir, there's no merchandise from this new movie, but we'll keep you in the loop. <laughs> Could you please make one of this specific photo? Could you I'm make saying- a <laughs> McFarlane level figurine of Jordan Buhat handcuffed to a bed in the opening scene of <laughs> yeah. Margot? Yes. I, my new favorite trailer just came out and I would like this scene. I'm going to use all my points for a DVD of Margot. I just take a screenshot of that Photoshop my head at the end of the bed <laughs> watching like this. And then that's my photo on the wall of me being in Hollywood. Yeah. I feel like if I'd seen Brad Pitt on set, you could have sparked up a conversation. No, 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 never, 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 never. But I would have got close enough to like steal the cup he was drinking out of. Oh yeah. Or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. They won't watch all the cups. Quick lint roller on the chair. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Casual. He smokes. Maybe I could get a cigarette button, eat it. And then he's always inside me. Hmm. He contributed oh, that was to weird to you, your Amtrak? Really? Yeah, that was a bit. Clearly, much. you've never heard of Brad Pitt. <laughs> he contributed to your growth. He's part of you. I said that once on Twitter to somebody about Jordan Everly that I was going to cut a lock of his hair off and eat it. <laughs> then he'd be inside <laughs> me forever. And like four days later, someone tweeted at me. I'm still thinking about this. Man. It's not right. Uh, <laughs> Don't say that shit, dog. Yeah. Nah, oh, that's, no, a, no. that's commitment to the game, though. Well, mm-hmm. shit. We've been doing this a long time. Mm-hmm. Jordan Buhat is a gentleman. He is a gentleman. I think having spoken out of turn, Eric Johnson may be the most famous Oilers fan. Eric, I had a lovely, actually spent a lovely few hours with him in Toronto as well. I assume Nathan Fillion is an Oilers fan. Is he though? Or are you just thinking that he is? I did because from Edmonton, you'd like, you're not showing us you're an Oilers fan. Yeah. Yeah, Like I met up with Eric at a playoff game. I did not meet up with Nathan Fillion at a playoff game. Yeah. That's a good point as well. Um, but Jordan represents. Do you know who the know. hidden number one actor in Edmonton's history, one and two are? Michael J. Fox. And? Nathan Fillion. Leslie Nielsen. Really? Oh, I didn't know he was from here. I'm pretty sure. Um, I actually didn't know Michael J. Fox was from here until about 30 minutes we ago. We moved like two minutes yeah. out of... 30 minutes ago? I didn't know. I straight up did not know that born, he was born here. I didn't know that was like a fact. Leslie Nielsen born in Regina. Oh. Sasky boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to message Nathan Fillion and ask him if he's an Oilers fan. No, you're not. I Googled Nathan Fillion Oilers jerseys and I, I don't have any of him wearing it. I can see both Eric and Jordan Buhat in an Oilers jersey. I'm just putting that out there, Nathan Fillion. Sometimes I'm lying on the couch at Wanye Manor covered in assorted chips. And Jordan Buhat's doing upside down sit-ups. And I'm like, fuck. Goddamn. There's a reason why I didn't book that gig at Margot. They couldn't have me chained to the bed for 45 minutes in the opening scene. And Buhat's been doing upside down sit-ups. It's mostly my agent's fault. He didn't book this fucking gig. Yeah, I was just, I was late to the training is what happened. 
Nathan, it would be politics. Nathan Fillion has 1.3 million Instagram followers. Yeah. So I highly doubt he's going to DM me back. He might. Um, and his bio is just verified. Please be careful of fake scammer accounts. I will never message you from another account or app and my reps will not contact you. Hmm. So I think that's pretty crystal clear. He's not going to message me back. He might though. Nathan Fillion DM'd me the other day and he had a really oh. interesting Bitcoin opportunity for me to pursue. <laughs> nice. And I thought, well, I don't know. He was on that space show. I love those screenshots that'll go around where like someone gets an Instagram DM and it's like, hello, it's me, the baby. I'm playing in your city tonight and I need $150 in Google gift cards. Please help. It's like, oh my God, I want the da baby show to go back. On. I saw one that was Jay-Z and it's like, hey, if you don't believe me, here's Beyonce. And then the next line's like, what up? It's B. <laughs> but it's like only the written text. Yeah, that's good what shit. up? It's uh, I saw a TikTok the other day of this guy who does like anti-scammer stuff, like how you can spot scammers. And this one was like, if you were ever in like a country in this area of the world, someone may come up to you and say they have a duffel bag full of a thousand dollars that have been like dyed with a certain kind of ink. But if you give them a thousand dollars, they can sell you the juice to get the dye off all these bills. And the guy was like, the most story, he's like, don't do it. And all the comments were like, yeah, no shit. Like, don't, don't do that. No one's going to come up to you with a duffel bag of $10,000. I almost got scammed about eight months ago. I got an email saying you owe money on a utility bill. Mm. I was like, shit. And it came to my email, right? And I'm like usually pretty good at spotting scams, right? You get a lot of scammy emails. And I phoned the number because I'm paranoid about this kind of shit. And I'm like, hey, and I talked to a lady who had a full on conversation with me. She's like, Oh, we don't really know much. It was for a hundred bucks. She's like, we don't know much about the bills. We're just a collection agency, blah, blah, blah. Yep. I have you here, here in my system. And I was like, shit, well, I'll get in touch and I'll have the proper people do the things. She's like, call this number back. If you have a problem, it was a scam man. Fuck. She gave me a callback number. Unreal. So the big thing that scares me now in terms of like people not being aware, but like I keep getting the ones that are like, interact alert like $389 like has been sent to you like except on this link it's I get like, a lot of them now where it's like that's tricky your Instagram account has been hacked use this link or whatever I get those a lot lately weird super weird I just don't answer my phone my credit card was compromised the other day sorry about yeah. that oh all these people put bets on sport <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was it so, happen in london this is a story that i don't love sharing but i will because i think it's kind of funny now i was sitting going through my visa statement one month and i was like god what the hell is this seven dollar charge i was like that's weird i go back a couple of weeks i'm like another seven dollar charge so i went back over the course of like six months and i was like damn i have like eight of these seven dollar charges and they just say like something fee and what, the time my credit card had been compromised and hacked, it was these mysterious Google $2 charges that someone had ran through like 25 of on my card. And they called me and were like, hey, man, like this isn't right. Like we're going to give you back the money, rip up your card. You're getting a new one. Kind of thing. Mine too. Um, so anyways, I saw these $7 charges over like six months. And I was like, I think someone's like micro scamming me where they're just trying to take a little so I won't notice. Mm -hmm. Call the bank, go through all the things, talk to a guy. He was great. <laughs> and I was like, what are these charges? He's like, I'm going to look into them. Don't worry. And he goes do you use your credit card for uh, betting sites? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, that's like a thing we have to do. Whenever you put money into an online casino, we have to take like a $7 fee. 
And I was like, have to, because who said so? Secretary I don't know. You in general. Yep. I assumed it was like a money laundering thing. Otherwise I could just like put a thousand bucks into my account on visa, get like points or something for it. Oh, and then just pull it out and put it under my thing. I don't know. Either way. He was like, we take a $7 fee. And he went through, he's like, yeah, I can see right here. Uh, bet three, six, five, uh, points bet. Uh, cool bet. And he like rattled them off. I'm like, yeah, I'm just a yeah, generic yeah, gambler. That's me. I've made eight deposits in six months. Sorry, Boy, I dude. I won a lot of money though. You said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the reminder. It was the most awkward end of a phone call. Cause he was like, you use this card to gamble. I was like, yes. Um, sir, I'm just digging into this a little bit more. And are you a fan of only fans? There seems to be some sort of foot account here that you're a platinum tier member of. That's right. Oh yeah. I tip heavy on the foot account. That's what that is. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. Sorry, I'm hammered every time I do it. So I wake up the next morning and forget. <laughs> oh, I tip 50 bucks on the OnlyFans again. God. I'll tell you an embarrassing story if you like, Tyler. Sure. When I was flying back from Asia, I was landing and I had an overnight in San Francisco. And on my way home, I got absolutely hammered on the way back home. Go to my hotel in San Francisco, wake up the next morning feeling groggy because I look around my room and there's a chicken parmesan sitting on the bed like the noodles were on the bed. So I, that was the kind of night I had. You were full hand eating. <laughs> yeah. Full hand eating chicken parm. Oh I look, my mini bar is empty. Oh no. So I'm like, okay, I've got a problem here. Like but. you drank all the minis in the mini bar. <laughs> yeah. Or I just like, I cracked them and didn't drink them. So it was a real issue. Okay. So anyway, I go down to the front desk the next morning to check out, handle the damage. And he goes, and there's also a couple of movies, sir. Oh no. I was like, I don't remember renting any movies. He's just like, there are a couple of movies that also on your account. I was like, what are they? He's like, and then he read the titles oh. with a nice family checking in behind oh, me. Oh no. And I was just like, Oh boy. Well, crap. I'll is- tell you a story to make you feel <laughs> less vulnerable. One time we went on a family vacation and young Wanye, I don't know how old I was, 12, 13, you know, when you start to get into the dark arts as it were, of course. Mm-hmm. And my parents were going to do something and they're like, Hey, you stay here. I think they were at a wedding or something like you stay here and you order food and then you can get a movie. And I'm like, cool. I've never seen a nudie movie in my life at this point. <laughs> and I'd never been allowed to pick a hotel movie. because one of my Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah, well, of course. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, what are these? And I'm like, holy shit. And I'm looking at the titles and the descriptions and I'm like, Jesus, like I had no idea what this was. And so I pick one and I watch about three minutes of it until it warps my brain entirely and I turn it off. I don't even watch TV the rest of the night. I like sit in a dark room with the (laughs) curtains closed and I'm like, those people were killing each other. (laughs) Then in the morning we go down to check out and they're like, Hey, you're just looking here and you had a room fee. Yeah. And then my dad goes, what did you watch? (laughs) And the lady was like, blah, I can't remember what it was. He's just like, (laughs) <laughs> just an outrageous title. And I'm just like standing stock straight, like sweating profusely. I'm like, I don't know. The thing was complicated. I ended up not watching television. And she's like, no, no, you did. You rented a movie at, you know, 7, 19 PM. And I'm like, uh, I'm never coming to the best Western in Calgary ever again. Uh, <laughs> aye, 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 aye. Happens to the best of us. Terrible. <laughs> 
I learned about just, a new genre of film that day, my that, friend. Absolutely. And just the titles are so absurd too. It's just like uh, having them read back to you is just an extra layer. Of like, just, I didn't know there were movies like this. <laughs> what on earth? Does anybody uh, else know? Shit. I just like that. I, I didn't watch any. I'm like, I, I couldn't <laughs> figure <laughs> out. How, they're like, no, no, you did. It was right here. And the lady's just a oh, narc oh, behind the counter. Yeah, if you're a hotel up, clerk, those are going to be the best days though. Throwing oh, a yeah. prepubescent teen under the bus for watching. hundred percent. That's, that's major water cooler. You're like, that's why I got into this game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just dunked on this 20 year old that had a bunch of, Oh, weird... he wasn't 20. <laughs> no, I was. Oh, oh yeah, you were. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was like two oh. mustache hairs into the game. <laughs> Fuck. And then you were there with your parents is amazing. Oh yeah. no. That's so good. <clears throat> and now the internet exists. <laughs> why? What do you look at? Movies. Watch movie. I rent movies online. If you uh, fast forward to our, uh, our grade six trip to Drumheller, at that point, Hacker Wanye knew how to pop the box off the back of a cable box in a hotel <laughs> and set it to test mode. So I went around my floor for all my grade six chums in Quebec and gave them all free movies, the whole thing. Uh, that was an education. That's real early hacking. <laughs> all right. We went over an hour, but that was good. Jordan Buha was great. He was great. He's going to love that the end of this episode featuring him <laughs> and his famous Hollywood self turned into a porn discussion. Wow. No, no, they were art films. Yeah, that's life. That's what happens, Jordan. That's show business. That's showbiz, baby. <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap this thing up. Shout out to our title sponsor, the HGA Group, our luxury car dealer, Alfa Romeo. The joke I wanted to make was that Jordan Buhat is the Alfa Romeo of Edmonton celebrities. He's very finely tuned, right? All that stuff. And it looks good. Yeah, it looks good. Uh, that's going to be a wrap on episode 407. We'll be back Monday when Chalmers returns. No, Psych. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.